And this is nothing yet. This is nothing. Wait till you see what's coming. And I, again, I apologize ahead of time because I'm going to mess you up. I'm telling you, I'm going to mess you up. You're going to go like, oh, Jesus. But that's a good place to be. Good place to be. We're not heading in the wrong direction anymore. We're going to take a pause, look around, and then we're going to choose. We're going to choose a little alley and, and start exploring that. Okay? You, hey, guys, you know what? You can stay here for a while. You don't have to go anywhere. You have to say, well, if I'm not moving, I'm not going anywhere. If you're moving in the wrong direction, you're going in the wrong direction, you're better off just chilling. Chill for a year. Chill for three months and say, let me relax. Let me have a cup of coffee. Read a couple of things. Get out of fitness. You know, read David Epstein. Read his stuff and see if you just see the world through a little different prism. All of a sudden you go, you know what? Uh, let, me, let me start with this exercise and explore here. I'm not going in that direction too much. Got it? Okay. So this is how, how it applies. Now you're starting to, to understand why if you're, if you're hiring people, why you're having that problem hiring. And, and it's not that it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just you have, a, you have an understanding as to why you, it's hard to, to hire good, what we call good people. You know what? They're good people. Everybody out there is good people. Nobody's out there trying to kill and rape and pillage. They're, everybody wants to live a good life. It's just they're not prepared. They're not prepared. So cool. So either hop on the, uh, the preparation train and help everybody. Okay, if you own a place and if you're a senior guy, meaning you're 30, 40, 50, all right, help the youngsters come along. Be part of that village, you know? So say, okay, we're, we're in this situation. Let's start, boom. First thing I'm going to start with is me. Clean my stuff up. You know, Jordan Peterson says, before you start fixing the world's problems, make your room. I love that. Make your room. His 12 uh, rules of life, one of them is do your room. Before you go out, you know, protesting and, and, and doing all, make sure your room is clean. If you can't clean your room, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your ideas on gun control if you can't clean your room. So first of all, get your stuff together. You got to start showing up to work. You got to start pre preparing. You got to start teaching, okay? And you got to start influencing. You got to lead by example, right? You don't have to be perfect. You just have to show that you're in the game. I would say I don't look for perfection. I look for correction. Because none of us are perfect. But if you're in the game, if you catch it, you go, ah, I'm better than that. All right, here we go. Boom. If, if the youngsters see you doing that, the mad respect. Okay, so let's get, let's get on this. So you can see we're not preparing them. The certifications are not preparing them. They're not teaching them the history. They're not teaching them the application. They're not teaching them what information is, the difference between information, education, and wisdom. They don't even know that. Nobody talks like that. So we have to start talking like that. And if nobody's going to help us, then we'll start policing our own stuff. And if it starts here in this room or in this gym, so be it. I'm good. If it starts in Boca, hey, we're all here. You know, let's start having meetings. Why not? Just like once every three months. Why can't gym owners have a meeting here on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know, or us local guys, and just have coffee and bagels, you know? After you guys are done, come over here. It's like, man, so, so what problems are you? Hey, you know anybody who's looking for this? So what problems are you having? Hey, I got this issue. How do you handle it? If, if, if we start doing that without being policed, that's where the power is, okay? That's what makes this, this, uh, 
this uh, uh, career so incredible. We're not policed. And we're still the best thing going. Imagine if we, if we actually acted more like an industry, even if we're not policed. But anyways, let's, uh, let's keep going here. Okay. So how it applies to physical training? General. We got to give general. The four pillars, what is that? That's a global movement model. That's a very general model of what the body does. And that kind of indicates how you're training the body to function better. We got to start, we, not start, we got to go back to always asking, why are we training? It's a simple question, but we don't ask it. Why are we training? You, you got the father that comes in with a kid. Uh, I need my kid doing Olympic lifts. Really? Okay, yeah. He needs strong legs. Okay. Why Olympic lifts? Because he needs strong legs. Why does he need strong legs? Because he plays basketball. Why does he need strong legs to play basketball? Well, so he could increase his vertical jump. What does he play? Shooting guard. Okay. How tall is he? 6'2". All right, cool. You know that if he stands in front of a seven-foot guy, he's going to get mollywopped, right? So he has to be in position to get that jump shot off, okay? So if he's in position, he's impossible to block. So why don't we work on the agility and the ability that gets him in position so A, he doesn't even need a vertical. But let's say that he does need a vertical. What does he jump already? Kid jumps 22. Not high, but 22. Okay, just from a standing. Boom. Which is, you know, not too bad. Not too bad. But a 22 on a fadeaway in the right position, you ain't blocking that. Because the arc, you got to be 10 foot tall to, to, to block that. But he wants to do Olympic weightlifting. So when you start asking why, 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 and why, it gets, and then you show him the video. Then you show him the video of jumps. I'm going, look, Olympic weightlifting is flat-footed. Squat is flat-footed. Deadlift is flat-footed. Jumping is from the balls of the feet. No, it's not. And you show him. And you show him uh, volleyball jumps. And you show him spikes. And you show him blocks. And you show him jump shots. And you show him layups. And you show him everything. And it's like, does this look like Olympic weightlifting? So people are used to training to, to improve the gym performance. This is never why we started training, but it's the only reason that we train. And how do you know your guy's stronger? He squats 350. Your guy squats 300. My guy is better. No, he's not. Your guy, your guy squats 350, period. How much do you need to squat for a 42-inch vertical? Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, most volleyball players don't squat 350 for reps. And if you see a volleyball jump, it's about a 20-degree knee flexion from the balls of the feet. So what does that have to do with squatting and stuff like that? So you have to start looking at global models and global training. And when you start looking at global training, simple. What is required to do what I'm trying to improve. What you're trying to improve is not your, your ability to push the truck a minute. That has nothing to do with how you're gonna fight. Now we go by that because we gotta add some kind of objectivity. I know, that's how I know if your gas is getting better, if your legs are getting stronger. But I gotta remember, the objective is not to push the car in 55 seconds versus one minute. The objective is to be there in the third round with good legs, good movement. That's the stuff. So how fast do I have to push the car before I go fast enough, dude? We're just maintaining. 
what kind of squat do I need for my basketball player? What do you think, what do you think Jordan squatted? Before him, before him, who was the first guy to do a dunk off the free throw line? Julius Irving. What do you think Julius Irving squatted? <laughs> I, I, I venture to say if you put Julius Irving's weight on his shoulder, you would have crumbled him. And I know what Michael Jordan was doing. He was doing nothing but machines. Nothing but machines. Nothing of what you see today. Nothing but machines. So how strong do you need to be to jump? And what are we doing? We're crushing people, man. Hips, knees, shoulders are at an all-time high of replacement. Okay? Why? Because we got guys like Harrison doing hip thrusts with 700 pounds. Because 300 pounds is not enough. What are you trying to do, bro? Aren't you trying to jump? Aren't you trying to oh, jump to block or run to, to hit, to tackle? Isn't that what you do? What is this with 700 pounds? What does that do? And by the way, the sled, uh, if you ran fast with a sled with 200 pounds, you'd probably be better off than running really slow with a sled with 300 pounds and 20 people on it. But 200, 300 pounds, 500,000 pounds, and 20 people on it looks good for social media. So you get followers. So what happened? If you look at his statistics, okay, down. The harder he was training, the worse he was doing. Now, the argument is that he was getting older. That's the time to take care of your body more, not to beat it up more. Why? He was spending $30,000 a year in, on his body, recovery and training. Towards the end, when he was doing the crazy stuff, he was spending $300,000 a year. It's all on the internet. You can check it out. What happened, what happened to his body? What happened to the maintenance of his body? 